Welcome to another episode of Learn with Bestern, where we discuss the latest trends in leadership development, self-development, as well as well-being. There's so much information out there. We want to make sure we bring in the latest insights and research based on neuroscience and behavior change to give you the tools that you need to make a change in your personal and professional lives. Join us on a journey to learn more. We hope you enjoy this episode and don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with others that might find it helpful. surprised as how much we miss on a very important part of our careers, our kind of things that we should be doing at work. And a, a big part of that is, is really building those genuine, effective relationships. And, you know, or we can call it networking, if you want to call it that. And I think that there's this misconception that building relationships and networking is something that is negative and something that's very one-sided and it's 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 very business driven it's all about what you want to get out of it but it's not necessarily about that it's a two-way street but you know and when it comes to building relationships at work we talk about look well what does an effective relationship look like what does a good relationship look like and essentially it has five different uh, aspects to it and maybe more but i'll just discuss the five so one is trust which we discussed in the last episode of learn with best and right so having that trust um, within the environment that you're in Another one is respect, having that mutual respect to each other. Another one is awareness and more about our own awareness of the relationship, of the situation, of the, the importance of it, etc. Another big part is that we also need as humans is that inclusion piece. It's the feeling that we feel connected, that we belong somewhere. That's a very big part of a good relationship. And part of that is also being vulnerable enough to share our kind of challenges and struggles and just to be open with other people is very important. And finally, the next one is communication, not being afraid to speak up, really sharing your thoughts and feeling safe to do so in your relationships at work and even in your personal life, essentially. So these are the kind of five things that we need to consider when we're talking about a good relationship. And then, of course, there's a no-brainer why relationships might be good for you at work. And it's essentially, yes, for career growth. Particularly what we have seen is for individuals that are very analytical, that are in a very kind of, you know, um, or very technical, very science-driven roles that don't always necessarily have that piece where they're intentionally building relationships because it's not always comfortable for them. So, and this is where we see uh, individuals in our work that, can potentially miss out on potential growth opportunities in their careers because they're great at what they do in an analytical, they're numbers people, et cetera, but they're missing this relationship building piece when it comes to growing in an organization because at the end of the day, business is about people. And as you grow in your career, it's all about people management, client relationships, et cetera. So it's very essential for that. But also it's not just about kind of striving for that career growth. It's also looking at you know what makes you happy at work what makes you show up and feel satisfied with your job there was a there was a, a an article that was a, a research that was done by Gallup and they said that in fact when we have friends at work when we have positive good relationships with our co-workers and we can enjoy our workplace we are actually 50 percent more satisfied and we're more productive in the workplace so it benefits the business as well so you're essentially can be happier more satisfied and your business 
your company can also grow as well as a result. Hi guys, Elena here from Bestern. If you're enjoying this episode, please make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on weekly new videos that we have coming out on personal and professional development topics. Also feel free to send your questions and engage with us and comment in the YouTube videos in the comment section below. Now back to the episode. Elena, when you were talking about the story about analytical people having the challenge of connecting with others, I thought that you were talking about me. Uh, definitely is something that is not innate. Yes, when you have analytical skills, when you're a little bit of a nerd, you have this, it's a little bit more difficult to connect with others. Uh, but the thing is that as everything, it needs to be practiced in a, in a daily basis so that you can uh, improve yourself. So, and, and the thing is that you mentioned a lot of the benefits about uh, about building relationships and and. I thought about a study that was uh, that was done by the Carnegie uh, Institute of Technology, where there was that it was found that 85% of financial success can be attributed to skills related to emotional intelligence, which is part of what is built by creating this uh, this relationship. So when you are creating this relationship, you are developing in your brain an area of your brain that will help you decide. How to know how to read others, and also that will help you to get to know yourself uh, better. So it's a little bit like uh, taking the, the 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 possibility to improve your skill of reading people, and, and this is what makes certain leaders who who are quite good into building relationships. They use it as a way of practicing and getting to know. What is the level of trust that I can find in, in, in people? Can I, can I really connect with and define ways of reading what ticks them, what, what makes them, what motivates them? And that's how leaders make people follow them or, or even, even better to, to, to be engaged in the, uh, in the common work of an, an organization. So you... Um, in fact, what, what I'm saying is that you understand people when you understand what makes them tick. Uh, and that these connections develop these gut feelings to especially read people without so much, so long, communi- uh, so, such a long communication. Um, now, it also influences your level of confidence because you feel like you are belonging, you are protected in a protected environment, you feel reassured, like you feel being in control and that's what also enhances your leadership level because leadership at the the end is something that sometimes you can just see it within seconds of a person coming in into uh into the into the room so it's in order to 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 prepare yourself to to build this uh, relationship so we need to keep in mind a a certain uh list of of things uh that to to reinforce this mindset So the the first thing is about don't keep a score uh, is simply saying the law of reciprocity is going to apply. It is something that is very human that when something gives you something, then you feel like I have to get uh, to give it back. So you don't have to count how much you are doing for someone that where uh, that with whom you want to build this relationship. build this relationship. The second uh, point on building this mindset for relationship is about making preparing way before you need this relationship you don't have to think about that how can i 
use this relationship today, but usually creating this community of, of, of people who are with the same mindset, with, it's, it's almost like creating your own, own, own tribe and you do it just selfless, like you do it just for the hell of it. And, and, and at the beginning, you don't need to need them, but maybe later it will happen that this network that you have created is going to be quite helpful to, uh, to improve yourself, to, uh, to make you progress in your personal life or in your career. And the, the, the last point, and again, let's get back to the Ivan who is uh, a kind of a nerd uh, and related to the fact that we need to dare to make these connections. We need to, to, uh, to, to make a bet, a, a leap of faith and just go for it and connect it with the, with the people that you feel uh, like uh, like connecting and the worst that can happen is that they say just no but who cares life is made from for from the things that you experiment that you dare to do it uh in a recurrent basis right a lot of good points and another thing just to wrap up on this conversation is to mention the the fact that we've gone virtual and remote right so how do you actually make time and make effort to build those relationships online and and just make it happen and a couple of points here is that what's what's important is that to to essentially just make time a couple of minutes before each discussion before each meeting to check in with your team members maybe even schedule separate chats like once a week just to talk about anything but work you know depending on kind of where you are and how comfortable you feel maybe even taking them out to lunch having some kind of social interaction outside of the remote work environment even if the company is fully remote beautiful but then make time to have those social interactions outside of work to to at least kind of you know balance out the the remote the, the disconnect that we feel sometimes in a remote work environment so i think it's just intentionally creating space to make these things happen um and the casual check-ins like that's where it's at it's that consistency because what I've noticed with organizations, and especially it depends on where you are, but in the West and, and a lot of kind of multinationals, you just hop on a call and it's just like, it's just straight to business. It's straight to business. Like nobody makes time for these small interactions. And I think it's very important uh, in the virtual world. I cannot agree more than that.